Hey you, you're now listening to DJ Pre on Awesome Mixtape Volume 1. And in today's episode, I interview DJ Matt Dodge, who is out of Florida, is the official spring training DJ for the Atlanta Braves. And in this episode, we get behind the scenes with this amazing man. Uh, amazing because he has broken his neck and you're going to hear the story to that. That is crazy stuff and he's alive, well, kicking it. And uh, if you've not heard him play, he is incredible on wordplay. So good. And he's been involved in many DJ battles. Uh, I've been delighted to have met him virtually and uh, now getting him on an interview, which we did back in November. Anyways, hope you enjoy and uh, cheers. Have a great day. your facebook live and then i should try to do the same thing too um but there's just like a million things that i do in between your guys' sets um yeah let me see what's going on here all right let's um minimize it yeah that goes away <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so little tiny things you gotta do all right so mm-hmm. Oh, I really loved uh, your set. It was really great. I love it. It was refreshingly neat because you typically don't have like the green screen. But it was cool. And how did your new mark work? I liked it. I liked it. Like I said, it was it was definitely um, different. I, I liked using that toggle switch a lot because that's what um, it's, it's on the S9. But it's just little things that I'll get used to. It's it's just so small. You know, it's, I'm, I'm used to the turntable. So we'll see. But yeah, I, I won. Uh, like I said, I won from DJ Kova, uh, like a, a DDJ 400, just a little one. I've been looking for like just a backup, you know, just for weddings and stuff. Like, like if something fails, I can just go to it real quick. And, but it was record box and I really don't feel like, or have the time right now to try to learn a whole new, you know, DJ software. Oh, for sure. So. Oh, why is this having issues right now? Hold on. Waiting for live video. Huh. I don't know. I hope Decade checked his whisper so he knows who to raid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so I've got this link that I've made for you. And um, a lot of, uh, you know, hopefully somebody writes in some comments there for you, but uh, some of the stuff that I've already read about uh, some of the other people that I've interviewed is really heartwarming and it's so super nice. And uh, I think that um, all those same links that I made, I'm gonna send it all in a mass email for you guys. Uh, I want you guys to do it all for each other. So you guys kind of have an idea, like it's anonymous too. So I didn't, I don't ask for your name. So you can be straight up and real because we all do want to improve and know how to better serve, right? Yeah. I see. Oh, hello JT, jumping in early to take a video, say something interesting, okay? Um, Pineapples and mangoes. (laughs) 
<laughs> been going at it since like 10 a.m. Uh, yeah. this time here. Useless. Oh, shit. Sorry, dude. <laughs> oh, man. DJ on point. I really loved your interview. Um, I really thought it was like a like another level, and it's I really appreciate it. And I already had some feedback from some people that loved it. So, yes. Okay. So Decky knows what to do. Thank you, man. Right on. Just heard him. Yeah. True story. True story. I want you to know that. It was fantastic. And I'm going to rewatch all of these interviews. It's fantastic. And I'm going to rewatch all of these interviews. Hello, people. Hi, hi. Welcome, welcome into the room. Thank you for following Bettina143. Thank you for uh, the raid uh, decade. And also, you did amazing. I just saw that you had a hype train going on your set. That's so great. Um, okay, so I'm DJ Pre, and I am interviewing Mr. DJ Mad Dodge here, and we're gonna learn uh, some things about him. Um, so, what's well, what's your name? Your name's Mad Dodge. Uh, where are you from? Share something about who you are and where you are at your business. Please. Yeah, um, I right now I, I live in uh, Northport, Florida. I, it's about 30 minutes south of Sarasota, about an hour south of Tampa, just for you know general big cities near me. Um, I started DJing, I think about eight or nine years ago. Uh, I went to school for film. I went, I went to college for film production. So I started out, um, making videos, editing videos. And that's kind of what got me into DJing is I would, I would get instrumentals. I would get acapellas and I would make mashups in a video editing program, you know, not live. I would, I would just, just, just go down for like an hour. I'd make hour long mixes. I still have a bunch of them. And, uh, I would throw movie quotes in there. I would do all that. So that kind of got me into DJing uh, and then I started doing it live and that's kind of where like the mashups and stuff, I, that was always kind of my, my thing or my, my interest that got me into DJing. So I love downloading mashups. I love making mashups. So, you know, the background in film um, with, with, with Twitch and stuff, like I said, like you said, the green screen, I just started doing that recently. Uh, I love to get more into it. I, I, I used to DJ with videos. I've tried different things cause I used to, I would, take an edit that I like that didn't have a video edit and I would edit it together and make my own video edit. So like I was the only one that had that, but it's very time consuming to do that for every song that you like. So that's kind of how I got into DJing. Um, it's just, it's just me, my business. Um, I do weddings, I do clubs, I do uh, events. There's IMG Academy, which, which is down here. It's a sports, uh, like not a college sports high school. Um, I do some stuff through them. Uh, Street Lace, which is out of Tampa, they have about 20 DJs on the rosters. I'm part of what they do. And then I also DJ. I'm the official DJ for the Br Atlanta Braves spring training, which is in Northport. So that was a pretty cool thing that I got. I was I was DJing at their Tiki Bar, and I said, you know, if you guys ever need someone, let me know. And they brought me in, and I just did a couple minor minor league games. And then, you know, I was able to get that and then kept, kept doing the games. And then when the Houston Astros came to town, I trolled them. That got – on Barstool Open and like 6 million people saw it. So just stuff like that. It, I love doing different things like that. So, so yeah. Oh, incredible. Tell us about stadium DJing because I have a buddy and she does all the Vancouver Canucks games. And uh, there's a lot of processes that she's got to go through to create, um, you know, a, a mix but for a live crowd, but also that is on par with what, uh, you know, the company is asking her to do. So I don't know 
um, about you know what you have to go through. So share that with us. Well, yeah, it, it was it's a little different too because I don't know what other people do, but um, I I did the I was running the audio board too. So I would run the audio board, and then right next to me, I'd have my laptop with a program called Sports Sound Pro, and it's basically you just hit a button, and you have to you have to ahead of time queue up you know horn song like full songs you can queue up. So like for walk up songs, I would have them in order of the people. And but spring training, there's so many players, so I'd have two pages of them, but I'd have them queue queued up exactly where they wanted. So when they'd come up, I'd just hit play. But then next to the audio board. In that laptop, I had my turntable set up, so whenever there was, you know, in between innings, I could I could spin a song. So it was very it was very hard to um, you know, it was more than I thought it was going to be, but it was it was good. I I, I got into a groove. Um, they were pretty. Um, they really didn't, you know. I had the specific songs that I played for the players, but you know, no one ever really said you need to stick to this. You need to stick to that. Obviously, it's got to be clean. But, um, but yeah, I was able to kind of do what I wanted and they liked it. We did name that tune. So like, like sometimes, you know, in the middle of the seventh inning or not seventh inning, but any other inning, I would just pick three songs. The host would announce it, you know, DJ Matt Dodge about to play three songs. So that was good exposure too. And then I would just play three songs and they put it on the board and they'd have someone guess it. So different things like that, they want to try to incorporate, you know, me more next season. Uh, but it's definitely great exposure. And, uh, but yeah, as far as there's a big echo because we have the windows open. So I have a little monitor there because that was one of the biggest things trying to mix live because it, it, there's a huge echo out in the stadium. So I'm always trying to listen to that monitor and make sure my mixes are on. But, but yeah, it's definitely been a really cool experience. And I'm, I'm lucky that I got in with that. And hopefully, you know, I'm doing it again come March again. So yeah. Yes. And how long have you been doing it for them for now? It was just this one year and it got cut short too. So, but I've been in contact with them. I was supposed to do the double A team um, right after the Braves. There's going to be a double A team and that was going to be, you know, almost a full time gig, 60 games. So that didn't happen. So hopefully once we get back into it, um, I'll be able to come. I haven't really come up with new ideas. I still have everything queued up, but I've come up with so much new stuff since then. But it, like I said, it's a whole process to get it. You know, people, we, there used to be a, like a um, cow pasture behind the stadium and everybody knows that. So anytime someone hit a foul ball, I would hit, I would make play the sound of like a cow mooing, like it hit a cow or something, and you could just hear people chucking, chuckling. So it's cool to hear those reactions from people when I play stuff. And I'm trying to be funny. You can hear people laughing like instantly, you know, when I do something. So it's 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 pretty good gratification to hear that. I like that. Oh, I bet. And then how do you feel that they're gonna incorporate you in the future more? Well, it's hard. Like I said, doing the audio board, it's, it's, there's not much room for me to do other stuff. Like they talked about, um, you know, giving me like an inning break to where I'd have, you know, two, three minutes and, you know, maybe a GoPro or something. Cause they don't really show me per se. Like they, they don't really like, cause it's, it's hard. Cause I'm, I'm like up in the press box, but if they get like a GoPro or another camera and just, you know, announce me cut to me and I can just do a little, you know, come up with a couple quick mixes, that'd be pretty cool. But uh, the in-game host, she's a local radio personality, and I know her, you know, through that and just in general. So she would always just call me out my name, like like for the whole crowd, like shout out DJ Mad Dodge. She was playing all that stuff live. He wasn't like he, she like I didn't even tell her to say anything. She's like he's not pre-mixing anything. He's mixing live up there, you know. Just call my name out. So it's it's good. And you know, I, I grew up in this area, so a lot of people I know are at those games, and they're like, that was awesome. You know, just texting me while I'm while I'm doing it. So. You know, I, I'm, I'm pretty well. I'd say, you know, I, I definitely get good exposure from that. And they incorporate me a lot into it. So hopefully it's more. But, you know, I can only do so much at, you know, at one time. So, 
Oh, absolutely. And yeah. um, how, like, how did you, this agency that you're talking about, you're, there's like a group of 20, who are they? And so how'd you uh, get yeah, into they're, they're called Streetlights Marketing and Promotion. Um, they're, it's in based out of Tampa. So it's like an hour north of me. So they have like a, like I said, a roster of like 20 different DJs. Um, and they pretty much cover all of the major sports um, in Tampa. They have the, they have DJs that do the, like the official Bucks DJ, the Lightning DJ, the Rays DJs. They got tons of different people that do that. Um, just events in general, they cover anything up in Tampa. Um, uh, one of the few gigs that I did get um, when all this, um, all of the virus hit, one of them was like a dock party I got through them. So some guy about 45 minutes north wanted to just have a party on his dock and he had a long stick and he was handing out, he was he owned a brewery. So he was just handing out beer with a six foot pole off his dock and I was just playing music. So like I got that gig through them. Uh, we have the Hard Rock Casino here in Tampa. Um, because I do mashups, they wanted they wanted someone that could do mashups. So you know, out of twenty DJs, they thought that I you know that I would be able to handle that. So I went to Hard Rock, the literally the Hard Rock um, Hotel and Casino. I was at the Hard Rock Cafe, you know, DJing for four hours, all mashups. So stuff like that, I get through them, and they're they're great. They they definitely take care of their people. They're um, it's two guys that own it, um, Greg and Blaze, and they they definitely take care of their guys. Like I said, they got like. I don't know, 20 or 30 DJs on their roster, but they, they spread stuff out. You know, they, they don't play favorites or anything. So it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Right on. And what got you into DJing period? Like what were you doing beforehand? And then how did you, Oh yeah. Well, from school you were saying, I, I, um, I pretty much, I always worked in restaurants. So even up until like, I think two, uh, about a year ago or two years ago, um, I was working in restaurants. I was serving. Then I started managing. I worked for Outback. I worked for a local company. Um, I was an assistant general manager. And then for a while there, up until about a year or two ago, it was more of a hobby, um, you know, with weddings and stuff. I, I started off really not liking to do weddings because I felt like, cause it was a hobby, you know, people are like at weddings, I want this song and then this song and then this song. Like sometimes they'll give you a whole thing. And I, I didn't like that. I felt like I couldn't be creative with it, but I've since completely changed my mind about, about weddings just in general, because I realized, you know, that's their day. It's not, it's not about me. It's what they want. So, you know, I, the last couple of weddings I've had, you know, luckily they've, they've heard me in clubs and they said, you know, we want you to DJ our wedding. And, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, what kind of music do you like? We, uh, they say, we trust you. I'm like, well, you know, give me, give me like a little list of something that way I can, I can kind of go around it. You know, I appreciate the trust, but you know, it, it was, it was weird going from, you know, I want this song and then this song and then this song, you know, for the reception part, not even for a father daughter dance, we want this whole list of songs. Now I'm like, give me that list and I'll build off of that. Cause that's what you want to hear, you know? So I've changed kind of my mindset about that because um, it was more of a hobby. And I guess I could, you know, I could pick and choose what I, what I, what gigs I took. Whereas, you know, now it's not a necessity, but that's what I'm doing full time. And like I said, I've, I've changed my views 100% on weddings and, and I've started to do more of them now. And I, and I enjoy them, especially once you get all, you know, all the, the thing, you know, the dances down and then it's literally open the dance floor that, you know, that's where I shine. I, I'm not that good on the mic. I've been getting better. Um, especially when I have a script, I'm okay. It's just coming up with stuff off the top of my head. I'm not that good at. So once it's open dancing, that's where I shine. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's where it's like a club. So, so Yeah. But yeah, so to answer your question, you know, I used to work at restaurants. I went to school for film, and that's kind of how I got into it. So it was more of a it was up a hobby for about five, six expensive hobby for about five or six years, and then last year or two, I started doing it full time and, and videography as well. I do wedding videos in addition to the the DJing, but 
uh, I'd, I'd definitely do a lot more DJing than, than video still. And the videos are going through the agency as well, or is that like a separate no, thing? Yeah, that's just, that, that's just me. I, I have, like I said, I've done, um, I don't know, maybe half a dozen wedding videos and I, you know, I have them on my website, stuff like that. But, um, it, it, when you DJ, you know, you go there and, you know, there's some planning beforehand. And then when you're there, you DJ. And then once you're done, that's it. With with video, with photography, you're capturing that whole day. And then you got to go home and edit it for so long. So, you know, I've kind of not gotten away from it. People aren't asking me to do it right now, obviously, you know, with things going on. But I'd much rather DJ a wedding than, than do the video. There's, there's better money in video for sure, just because people charge crazy amounts for video. But it's a lot more work for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Your yeah, you, well, the, your work is still continues. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, did you do? Did you have your wedding first before you did your first wedding, or vice versa? Uh, no, I, I'm not married. Actually, my oh. girlfriend. We uh, yeah, no, no, we we live in Northport. Uh, got two kids. Uh, but yeah, no. So I I I and I never really attended a lot of weddings either. So that's been kind of you know. I, I guess I guess it's a gift and a curse because I haven't really seen that many wedding DJs. Uh, but the you know the few I've seen um, in, in my area, um, you know they're just some of them are older. Uh, but you know, so I'm trying to differentiate myself. That's all. And, and, and by older, I mean they've been they've been around for a while. Like like they've been in this area. They dominate in this area. When someone says we need a DJ, a wedding DJ in this area, they get tagged all the time. And you know it, it, it's you know how do you separate yourself from those guys? you know, who know what they're doing. They've done it for years, but how do I say, you know, I also do this, you know, give me a chance, you know, <laughs> I don't know, give me a chance on your, on your, on your, the biggest day of the year. So, you know, I got to get these, these, these good ones that I had, that I just did, you know, get reviews, put them out there. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I never really attended a lot of weddings to know, you know, what a good wedding DJ and is or isn't. And I, but I've been looking on YouTube, you know, Nick Spinelli, all, all these, all these um, DJs that Rick Webb, they do all these, wedding videos and I've been watching them to see, you know, what, what kind of they do. And, you know, that's kind of how I get, I guess my background of it. Cause I haven't really attended a lot of weddings personally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to bring up the, this one comment here. Demand says he'll be your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I let, uh, Nick Spinelli had like an M uh, like how to MC, uh, like a little course. So I got that. And, um, and I was, yeah, I was practicing that. And like I said, with a script, I'm fine. But I also messed up two weddings ago, uh, right after their first dance, I skipped down and it was supposed to be the father and daughter dance next. So, you know, I said, give it up for, um, you know, her name and it's supposed to be father because I skipped down. So I said, I said, give it up for, you know, Michelle and her fiance. And then I was like, what? <laughs> like it was after their first dance. And I was like, wait a minute. Like I just caught myself on the microphone and kept talking through, you know, the mistake I made and everybody was laughing, but stuff like that. If I have a script, I'm much better, but I have to make sure I'm watching it. But again, it's just me. I, I've been looking at it, having finding someone that's up and coming that wants to help me out. Cause it's, it's hard to, especially when they have like, you know, they have five couples coming in and they each want a different song and you're trying to, you know, cue it up, talk and read something and watch that. It's hard. And, and I've learned that, you know, but with that, you know, you make less money, obviously you gotta charge more. So, you know, you, you, there's, there's give and take there, but, um, I definitely can get better and hopefully will. Uh, I have one more wedding coming up December 5th and I do have, a, I did find a guy locally that's going to, um, that's going to tag along. He's, he's up and coming DJ. So we'll see how that goes. You know, obviously, you know, like when it comes to like the reception part, like the, the DJ and the announcing, you know, I'm, 
he know I know that he knows enough just you know to hit this song here and I'll practice with him beforehand because it's a big deal if you mess something up like that. But it would be much easier for me to be out on the dance floor talking as opposed to standing behind there doing three things at once, you know. Oh, absolutely, for sure. And uh, going, okay, before deciding to join Twitch, what was your biggest skepticism or hesitation? I was with, with Twitch, it was, um, you know, I always heard that it was for gamers and, and I think that was the biggest thing. And the other thing is, you know, on Facebook, I always did, I always went live on Facebook. I've been doing that for a long time. I'm, I still get, <laughs> we, I, I've heard other people do as well, but like weekly I still get flagged, flagged for like videos I did like four years ago. Still to this day, I get it weekly. But that was my big platform was doing it on Facebook. People would tune in. So my biggest um, thing with Twitch was, you know, how do I get my mom, my dad to sign up for Twitch? I mean, they did, they were on there earlier, but you know, how do I get, I, this is my biggest audience is on Facebook. You know, I, I have the most people on Facebook. I've, I've had that the longest, you know, so I know people will easily download an app to get a free donut, but it's so hard to get people to download something like that to sign up for free just to follow people. It's crazy. You know, I mixed cloud too. I was on SoundCloud for years. I had a bunch of mixes on SoundCloud. They took them down. I was like, okay, I got to start all over again. I got Mixcloud, which again, it's it's still like pulling teeth to get people to download a free app to listen to your mixes on Mixcloud. So, you know, that's where the skepticism was with Twitch. It's, you know, how am I going to get all these people? Is it worth it to get all these people over to a whole other platform? You know, but I've realized that it, you know, I've made great, you know, great connections with people on, on Twitch just personally. But my biggest skepticism was getting viewers, people I know to download the free app, which sounds crazy to go on there and watch it, you know? Mm -hmm. What do you think is stopping people from just doing that? It doesn't take too long to do maybe five minutes at most. I, I don't know what it is. Um, especially when everybody was starting this, no one was doing anything. Everybody was at home, you know? So I, I really don't know. I, I, I wish I had the answer because like you said, it's so easy to do. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, I feel like what we do as DJs, like, like, you know, you can say like a lot of people DJ, but like really how many people like, you know, do events, do that stuff. And, and, and this is a unique thing that you can watch people do. Like not a lot of people can you like jobs, can they go live with what they're doing and it's entertaining and it's something to do, you know, like most of the people that are on there are, are doing a good job or they're trying at least like it, it's entertaining. Like, like a lot of, a lot of jobs don't have that, that luxury and it's, it's a pretty cool thing to say that you're DJ and you can do this. You know, even, you know, a lot of people claim to be, be able to do it. So I don't know why people are, are not willing to download a free app. It, it, it's crazy to me. But I've been struggling with that, you know, with, with Mixcloud. Uh, you know, I, st I still put stuff out there because, you know, at any point, if anybody asks me, I can say, go on here. You can, I have, you know, 50, 60 mixes on here. Just pick one, you know. And, and there are people that follow and you know, I, I get likes. You know, a couple, a couple every other day that they favorited my mix on Mixcloud, and it's cool. But um, I, it's definitely a, go, a good place to archive. You know, your mixes. I have them on my computer. But at any time, you know, you can say, hey, you know, here's a here's a mix. If you're looking for a wedding, this is like a good mix, kind of like a reception. If you want to check that out, like I've used it for that as well. Mm -hmm. And I like I know Little Fever. He religiously does does them on Friday. Every Friday he does one. I was listening to him, to him every week, and you know he's gradually built that up. And I tried that for a while too. I got other DJs. I was doing like um, 30 minutes. They would do a set and then I would mix into the end of their set for 30 minutes each. It, it was like mashup Monday. And I got, I did like 12 of them in a row 
and you know they got a lot of they got a good amount of views but not like not like crazy keep doing it you know so it, it's hard it, it does get frustrating but i think you know with the with the pandemic and everything people were willing to try a lot of new things because they they had the time um and you know i think that's been an issue with me too with 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 twitch is you know i just got that little controller now so i think i might i'll definitely be doing more streams but i'm you know luckily i'm starting to get more gigs so it's hard for me to you know set up my turntables and all that stuff and then break it down, go to gigs, bring it back, set it up. And then a day late, you know, so hopefully with that little controller, I can, I can get it and I can, you know, start doing mixes with that. And, you know, if I have, you know, a weekend where I don't have something set up the turntables, cause I like, I prefer those. I feel like I do better with those, but um, those have been the little obstacles with Twitch and why I feel like I haven't done as much um, as I probably should. But again, luckily down here in Florida, <laughs> It, I, it's it's getting crazy with the amount of people that are that are out right now. It's it's insane. It's not safe, but they're out there. And you know, for now, I'm getting gigs. Luckily, so because of that, I'm not able to go stream. Yeah. I like I was trying to stream at the clubs and stuff, but again, once you get going and the night gets going, I, it's hard to you know try to set up another laptop and get a good connection. But I've done it a few times, and I like to continue it. On Friday nights, I DJ with another guy, so maybe this Friday when he goes, I'll set it up real quick. But it's it's cool. It's cool to do that. You know, you can do it anywhere. You can, you can live stream from anywhere. That that's, what's crazy. You know, I, I did it in my backyard. I don't know, months ago on Facebook, I was, I was doing my backyard. I was doing sunsets. You can see the sunset behind me and I was just mixing, you know, I had a little speaker out there. Everything was wireless. So it's definitely a really cool platform. Uh, I like to use it more. I just need to find some more time. Um, and like I said, the convenience of having a smaller controller now to do that, hopefully will allow me to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, you're making room for it. And like you said, Florida is being super free right now. So you are getting goal, you're getting gigs. Yeah. So how are you, you know, yeah. And I totally understand, you know, the breaking down and then having set up because that's your main piece of equipment that you're going out with. So yeah. that's smart that you are doing that um, going out. I'm not sure, but <laughs> take those I, was gigs. Doing, I was doing it up, up. I was doing it up. Uh, yeah, he did. I did the first one. Yeah. He was the first. He was the first person uh, for my for my mashup Monday. I got Tom Fleming. He's he's a great guy in Canada. Canada, I almost said Canada. Tom Fleming. He was a Red Bull uh, champion a few times up in Canada. Uh, I definitely wanted to get him on. He was he was down to do it. A bunch of guys down my way did it. So it was just cool. I I said you know do whatever you want. You know open format. If you want to pick a genre, I'll just kind of piggyback off of that. So they would do 30 minutes and I would do 30 minutes. I would, I would do a little intro at the, at the beginning. It, it was, it was cool. It was something different, not different, but something that I hadn't done before. Uh, and it, it was, um, it was cool, but, but yeah, I was dragging all my equipment upstairs. I have a two story house. I was doing it in this room here. And then finally I was like, I can't, I, I had neck surgery back in December. So when I was doing the Braves gig, I was wearing a neck brace. I had, a, I had a fusion. I've had two fusions now. So I was wearing a neck brace. I have pictures of me with my Braves jersey on wearing a neck brace. I was doing all that with a neck brace. So hopefully this year I will be able to do more because I can I can physically do more. So we'll see. But I, I was lugging the last couple of months. I've, I've been lugging the stuff up here. Uh, and now I just, I've been doing it in the garage with the green screen because that's where I keep all my equipment anyway. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, may I ask what happened with your neck? I, I don't know. I, anytime I move my head forward, it always just pulled back here. So th about three years ago, they went in here and put um, a plate and screws. And then and then the vertebrae in the back, when I moved my head after about a year, they, would, they were still moving. 
So then this time they went in the back and they um, they put in rods and, and screws. But I mean, I still have, you know, pretty good range of motion. Uh, I'm waiting until it was literally December 30th. I had the surgery. So for three months straight, I had to wear the brace. Um, only recently I've been really lifting stuff. And basically at the end of this year, I'm going to go back for a one-year checkup. And I, I used to play softball and stuff. So he said, hopefully after a year, I'll be able to do that. Like I'm still not really supposed to be running right now. You know, I do the elliptical. I was walking a lot when I had the brace on, but, but yeah, there was no real, like I didn't get a car accident or anything. I've just always had pain up in my upper back between my, between my shoulder blades and just in my neck. So. Oh, oh. brutal. Sorry, man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so between the two surgeries, I was DJ neck brace for about half a year total. <laughs> oh no. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I went, I was, I went out there, you know, like I said, I, when I DJ with someone else, he would just bring his equipment. I'd bring my laptop and I DJ with a neck brace for four hours. So yeah. Oh, well oh. you gotta do what you gotta do. You're a tough dude, man. <laughs> you're a tough dude. Oh, and you're part terminator. Yes. And you know, with the DJing as well, uh, like if, uh, I don't know how tall you are, but um, when you are going out there, do they, you know, do, are, are you asking them for a specific type of table? No, uh, and that's something I didn't realize till after I had the surgery is how much I really do just, just move in general when I DJ and look down. But, um, but I, I, the table that I use, I'm only like five, nine, I'm not, I'm not tall at all. So the ta I just have a generic four, you know, a, a six foot table, folding table that I, or I normally take. And, you know, there's been a few times where I've had to stand on something because the guy I DJ with is tall and he puts, you know, he'll put the turntable on top of the whole flight case. So it's really tall. It's really high, you know? So, um, but yeah, no, I, I haven't noticed that really. I, like I said, I, did, I noticed it after the fact. Cause I would start getting sore and I was like, well, Oh, cause I moved my head so much. So I'm sure that contributed to it, but I carry Trey serving for 10 years. So that probably didn't help either. So I used to skimboard and fell so many times. So, but no car accidents. So I don't know what it, what, what it was from, but it, it does feel better now. Um, and like I said, once I, I feel like once I can run and actually really go to the gym and do more stuff, hopefully I'll be able to build those muscles back and, and hopefully I won't have, any pain, but I was taking, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not ashamed to say it. I was taking, I was seeing a pain management doctor and I was taking, I don't know how many pills a day. It didn't, I could drive. I didn't make me loopy. It, it took the edge off a little bit from the pain, but I did that for about a year after the first surgery. And, you know, I don't, I, all I take is Tylenol every once in a while now. So that's good. But, you know, I still have some pain, but you know, it's still, you know, not that long after I had it. So. Mm hmm yeah, height, height matters. Yeah, no, definitely. I have a four foot table that goes to different heights. So depending on, on what I have, I'll, I'll put it down low if I'm stacking stuff up high. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so back to Twitch here. What's a specific nugget or takeaway that you've pulled from Twitch that's impacted your income or impacted your life? Um, I would say not so much the income because I still like I'm, I, I got bits today. I don't even know. I don't know how to get them. I don't know how to see them. Like I'd love to just give them back to people, but I don't, I, I still yet, I don't know where they go. So I, 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 I hate to sound like an old person. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I, I'm pretty good with technology. I've looked on there. People are sending me stuff. I, I don't like, do I have to collect them before I end the stream? I, I, I don't know. But um, I would say the connections is what I, I've, I've definitely got. Like I said, I found this um, DJ um, battle. It's actually about to start. They're doing, they're picking the last person tonight. Um, so like I met demand through there. I met Mike Via through there. Um, 
I've, I've met so many of these people. So like, you know, it gives it a little added bonus. Like I would have, wouldn't have known these guys. I wouldn't have even known about that DJ battle if it wasn't for this. So, and again, it's, I think you win like a, a microphone, like a gold microphone. It's not even, it's just, but I like the competition. And now that I personally know these guys, so to speak, you know, it, it's even, it's going to make it even, even more fun to, to go up against these guys. So, uh, so yeah, so it's definitely been the connection, you know, Instagram, you know, friends on there, mixed cloud friends on there. Um, it's definitely been great networking. And like I said, I, like little fever I've known for a while, just, you know, I, like I said, I found DJ little fever on mixed cloud I don't know, a couple years ago now. And, you know, I would, I would message him back. We'd message back and forth. Hey, can I get that song that you got? Cause he, I, he has, I think DMS is what, where he gets a lot of the stuff that I don't, I don't have DMS. So I'm like, Hey, can you send me that? Can you send me that? So we've just talked over the years and, uh, you know, but, but he, he's been, he's been awesome on there watching him and, you know, he invites everybody once they get in, Hey, follow him, follow him. And everybody's been doing that. So it, it's been really cool to, to meet all these people. And then, you know, like on Facebook, on Instagram, I'm getting, instead of all these elections, I'm getting DJs doing stuff, DJs doing stuff more so than my, just my, in my area. I'm, I'm able to see what people are doing in other countries now, uh, you know, because I didn't really, wasn't really following. I didn't really know people, you know, in other, other areas. So that's been really cool. But mm-hmm. uh, as far as, you know, the, making any money, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> I know it's not a huge thing anyway, but uh, like, I don't have like mod to like re redo stuff. I know I need to look into doing that. So where I can just automatically, you know, put people's names up there, like a shout out to them. I need to look more into that. Uh, like I said, I, I feel like I'm kind of tech savvy, but I don't know how I haven't figured out these little things that, that seem to be on everybody's everybody's feed. So I just need to take a little more time. But uh, but yeah, I think that the connections have been the biggest thing, uh, the biggest advantage for sure for me. And Dame Karen thinks uh, you need some emotes. Yes. Yeah. See, what it was was I was trying so hard to get to to so I, I you know to the uh, affiliate. I just wanted to get so I did a couple of days in a row. Got the viewer. The ray trains obviously one hundred percent. I would have never done that. I never would have never got those views without that. So that was great too. And once I got there, I did. I was, I was like, all right, I'm there. I didn't know if you had to maintain it. And and then I think once I found out that you didn't have to keep doing that every week, I kind of was like, all right. And then I just kind of fell off doing them as I was to get to there. So, like I said, I, I I know people have you know weekly things every week. Um, you know, I need to check my schedule, um, see when I can do it. Uh, luckily, my girlfriend's so supportive of 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 what I do. Uh, she was working from home for a long time, um, and I was you know at home, obviously doing you know just organizing music all day. Uh, but we homeschooled the kids for a while too. So um, so yeah, so I I got I did get a lot of stuff done. But, you know, luckily she was so supportive where, you know, for, I wasn't working for a while, like a lot of people. Uh, now I, I went back to Outback and I'm serving uh, tables for lunch because it doesn't interfere with dinner uh, or not dinner. It doesn't interfere with uh, night gigs for now. So, mm-hmm. you know, now it's a little extra money. And then once I start getting stuff on the weekends again, you know, we'll see what happens. But, but yeah. That is awesome. I can uh, totally relate to the restaurant uh, life. Um, I did it for over 10 years. Yeah, but <laughs> so much to talk to you about that personally with because it's fun to talk about. Um, right. But what impact will Twitch have in your business or your life in the next twelve months? Um, I I think I think that, that like I said those those connections and followers and and you know um, being able to post. I, I wish they would. The whole thing with Facebook and and, and um, you know not being able to put the music on there. I love to find a way to. Even just, I've thought about it before, using OBS to to stream 
the Twitch feed, maybe without audio, so then people could at least see, hey, he's doing something. I can't hear it, but then it would give you the instructions to do it. I don't know if it, I, I'm sure other people have done that, but you know that was kind of my idea because you really can't. Obviously, you can't put the you can't embed it into Facebook. But I think my biggest thing would be try to find a way to get more people over there, and, and in return, you know that would I would hope lead to more gigs, more relationships, more more stuff in general. Like I said, I don't see that being a huge income thing for me. I just that's not what I ever thought about. Honestly, I never even thought. Even when I reached affiliate, I was like, I don't the bits. I don't know what they're worth. I don't. It wasn't anything that I ever really thought of. It was more you know the networking for me. So I would hope that you know in the next year, like I said, if I can. If I can get back to a normal schedule, you know, where I have, you know, like steady gigs each week and I can set time aside to do it, I think it would really be beneficial, um, you know, for meeting new people, for getting gigs, um, for, for all of that. And, you know, e even, you know, if I'm doing like a corporate event, like as long as I get, get there okay, you know, hey, do you care if I live stream? I, I don't know if people, I'm sure you'd have to ask, you know, it's depending on what you're doing, but it might be beneficial for them as well. You know, they could share share what you're doing. You could post up, Hey, I'm doing this here. You know, like I said, with the video, um, I have multiple DSLR cameras. I just haven't really one time I did it before all the Twitch stuff. I did a 24 hour stream. Um, this, I don't know how it was. I think it was close to the beginning of the, the, the pandemic. I, I was just in this room for 24 hours. I used Facebook. I use zoom cause zoom, you could use it for 24 hours and it would never go off Facebook. I would get like an hour at a time and it would kick me off and I'd go back on for an hour and I'd say, the zoom's always open. So I did, I did that. I guess before it was cool. I did like a 24 hour thing for no reason at all. <laughs> I just did a 24 hour thing. So um, we have a lot of hurricanes and stuff around here. So I've been waiting, you know, not waiting, but if something does happen like that, again, I love to be able to use Twitch as a platform, you know, to do something like that 24 hours again, you know, to raise money, you know, how long can I go, you know, even do it at one of maybe I was thinking one of the venues that I do, you know, if they can, you know, they stay open till two, shut the doors, but I can stay in there and then people can tune in on Twitch and watch me do it, you know, until they open again, then they can come back in and just, you know, raise money, you know, do donations, something like that. Um, I think, I think that that'd be a good platform for that as well. So now that I'm, I'm hoping for a natural disaster or something, but I've been kind of saving, you know, saving that instead of doing it for no reason, you know, wait till it can actually benefit or help someone and, and then try to do a long marathon like that. So, so yeah, I think over the next year, I definitely try to be using it more than I have been. Um, but I think it'd be beneficial for networking and, um, and just meeting new people like I have been and making those connections, you know, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And it is, uh, you know, a long-term thing, even with your mixed cloud too. Yeah. You know, eventually people will hit that up for sure. Um, it just really depends on, you know, people timing everything a lot. Uh, but there's more on that that I want to go through, but it's 5.30 right now. We need a oh, small yeah. little music break. Um, if there are questions that I have not asked Matt Dodge yet, uh, please post it in this link here that I'm going to give you guys. Do let us know what you loved and what you'd like to see Matt do. If you've been watching him on his streams or outside, you know, um, you're a big fan of his, like let him know, give him some love. Um, and, um, you know, I'll share this with Matt so that he can know better how to serve you. Um, and uh, the reason why I'm not clicking on everyone's like comments here, all of this uh, for myself, uh, I am just trying to concentrate uh, <laughs> on the interview. So don't don't think that it's like anything personal. Okay, everyone. Yeah. 
And um, so in the meantime, while we are reading uh, People Move here, uh, DJ People Move, um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with us that I did not, uh, that we did not hear yet on this? No, uh, like I said, that, that DJ battle coming up is going to be pretty cool. I, I love doing those live mashups. I think that's, if I have like a thing that I do differently, I, I love doing the live mashups. I don't, I have no issues trying to, um, I always try to think outside the box. Like I will drop Spice Girls at midnight. I don't care. People, whether they want to admit it or not, they love it. They'll sing along. They might give me a little dirty look, but they're singing under their breath. Uh, I, I've, I've never shot away from doing that stuff. I, I always love it. I feel like it, it sets me apart a little bit because, you know, other people might try to be safe when they're out doing stuff like that. And I get that. But I always try to throw in those little nuggets here and there. That, like, you know, the thousand miles. I know everybody tries to play that now, or at least in our area. Other DJs I've seen play the, the Vanessa Carlton. They'll just drop it. And you know, people jam out for like a minute, and then it will go into something else. Like I love doing that stuff. I have I have no qualms with doing any of that, and I, I do it often. And um, and so does Little Fever. Like I said, he he's he does. I feel like we have a very similar style. And, but like I said, the live mashups I love doing. Uh, you know, I make cute, I make loops at the beginning and the end, and I always have acapellas ready. Um, so yeah, and I'm just literally now because I'm trying to think of so many word plays recently with the with the battle. I'll hear a song and I'll, I'll listen to a word and go, okay, can I loop that? And then sometimes they're a little too much, uh, you know, like, like just like a single word, I'll just loop it. And then I'll find another song. I'll search through my songs and go, okay, that will work. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that, that's, that's been kind of my, my thing, I guess, if you want to call it, but, uh, but yeah, I take pride in that and I try to do that as much as I can. I think that's why people are hiring you, right? Yeah, that's what so. you're known for. <laughs> Um, sorry here. I'm trying to raid over, but um, I'm not sure why it's not going through. And the reason why that we're having a little music break is also for me to be able to set up the next person as well. <laughs> I was trying to raid, and I realized I, my other computer, I, was, I wasn't logged into Twitch, so I had to go on my phone, which is logged into Twitch, to raid. It was weird. Ah, uh, yeah, is, there's a lot going on here. Um, can you guys tell me on the other side if you guys are moving along here? DJ people move. Or um, what we can do is just keep on going with Matt. I see. I see. It says you're reading. On oh, my side. It says there's 14 viewers, but you're rating with two viewers. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it says rating DJ People Mover with two viewers. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. I'm just going to go end broadcast now. Sorry if anyone's in this room. We are going to DJ People Move. DJ People Move. Oh, DJ People Move. Next. All right. Bye and broadcast. Hey you, this is DJ Pre again. I hope that you had a fantastic day and that you really thoroughly enjoyed the Matt Dodge interview. Uh, Might have felt like you just walked into a conversation, which you kind of did. Um, I did not edit 
uh, this live broadcast of our ours. I just smacked it in there. Um, so there might be some terms that you didn't understand uh, that are Twitch related, like raids or whatever. But just want to let you know that there are so many other interviews that are, are on this podcast or the exact same. We're just going to be dropped into conversation. And I don't really, and there's like a chat that I talk to because this is all being live broadcasted on Twitch and YouTube. And I've just been pulling out all the audio to share it on the Spotify and Anchor space and all these other spaces. So um, there you go. Have an amazing day and I will check you later.